Hello, we're so happy to be in your presence once again with the Word of God. And we don't take this lightly, but we thank God for this opportunity for to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, to let man know how much God loves us and that Jesus died on the cross for us. We're praying for you in the midst of this pandemic as we get back into doing what life is all about. We must remember that God made a way for us out of no way, and he deserves all honor and glory and praise. There is a word for us today that can help us along the way, that can show us what life is all about and give us the right peace of mind to help us to grow in this world even unto eternity. It's coming out of Psalms 1. Psalms 1 tells us about David and how he celebrated and praised God. In Psalm 1, we have to remember that the book of Psalms are songs that the children of Israel sung when they went off into battle or when they returned from battle, when they went to go get the Ark of the Covenant, how they praised God at Mount Sinai and all those places throughout their history. This book is just a containing of songs of what they used to sing. And when David begins this first song, he starts off by saying blessed. And then the last word of Psalm 1 is perish. He gives us choices. Life is all about a multitude of choices that we take. And we have to weigh our choices on how we love Jesus Christ. How is Jesus in our life? There's a scripture in Psalm 27 and 19 that tells us the same way a man looks into the river and sees his reflection. It's the same way the life of a person reflects what's in the heart. Whatever you have in your heart is going to reflect in your attitude, in your love, in your forgiveness, in your day-to-day activity. Whatever's in the heart is going to be shown. And that's why Jesus says that he doesn't look at uh, the outside appearance. He looks at the heart. And the way you look at the heart is see, by seeing what you do on the outside. But David gave us his song to let us know that we have a choice in our life. We can either be blessed, which means to be happy, or we can perish. The choice is yours. Which one do you want today? To be blessed and happy or to perish and be sad? Then he starts off with verse number one by saying, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. This very first scripture and verse in The book of Psalms tells us that if we hang around the wrong crowd, if we continue to do the bad things, if we continue to um, not follow God's word, it will lead down a path that we don't want in our lives. He starts off by saying, you have that man that's walking, he should not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. Then he says, nor shall you stand in the way of sinners. 
nor seated in the seat of the scornful. So first, when you begin to hang around the wrong crowd and do the wrong thing and follow people that's not in the will of God, God will let you walk down that road. Before long, you'll be standing with them, and before long, you'll be sitting with them. Seat is a form of authority. When you're sitting in something, you're the one who's calling the shots. That's why you have to be careful who you sit with. So as you start off walking and following the ungodly, those that don't follow God, those that follow the world, I oftentimes remember that gravity is hard to fight. If you hang around a whole lot of people that are trying to pull you down, they're going to win. It's hard to pull somebody up, but it's easy to pull somebody down because gravity works like that. So when you're hanging around people that's always pulling you down and you continue to try to pick them up, it's not going to work. Gravity is going to win out. So you can't sit with and walk with the ungodly. Then David says, nor stand in the way of sinners. If you keep walking with the wrong crowd, before long you'll be standing with those who sin. The word sin is defined as to miss the mark. It's an archery term. And when you're standing with the ones who always miss the mark, you'll begin to miss the mark because the mark is not important to you. But you have to remember that God wants you to make the mark and achieve what he has placed in your life because that's what God wants for you in your life. And the Bible says not only will you stand with sinners, but then you will begin to sit in the seat of the scornful. Sitting is a form of authority. To be scornful is the means to be um, the one who always complaining, the one who has negativity, the ones who's, who's blaming everybody for their life. The scornful, you're scorned. And before long, if you keep on walking with the ungodly, standing with sinners, before long you'll sit in authority and begin to be the one that complains and start lies and start things in people's lives to hurt them. You'll be sitting with the devil. So the very first verse of the book of Psalm lets us know, be careful who you hang around because it's easy to pull somebody down. It's hard to pull somebody up. And that's what David wanted us to know, to be careful who we hang around this 2022. The second verse, he says, But let your delight be in the law of the Lord, and in his law do it meditate day and night. Or get in the Bible and learn a word, a scripture, maybe one a month, one a week, whatever you're able to do. And the more word that you have on the inside, the more Christ-like you'll be, the more strength you'll have, the more power you will have, the more flow from your life, it will increase. And you'll be able to be a blessing into someone else's life. And the scriptures are there to help us. 
Psalms like 5 and 8, where it says, Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before me. That lets us know that God will still be with you in the midst of your enemies, helping you to make the right decisions, helping you to walk the straight and narrow, and not jump off course and attack the enemies. But following him, he will make a way for you in the course and in the midst of all of your enemies. Then in verse number three, it tells us, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth her fruit in his season. His leaves shall never wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Jesus is that river that David is talking about in verse 3 of Psalm 1. When you're connected to that river of life that flows freely from Jesus Christ, your tree can be sustained, sturdy, and strong because you're connected to Jesus. It's all about Jesus. We wonder why we're weak, why we can't prosper, why we can't advance, why we can't get the desires of our heart, because we're not connected to Jesus. But Jesus is the source of life. He is the river of life. And not only should we be connected to the river of life, but if we stay connected, we'll bring forth the fruit of his season. The fruits are the blessings of life. Achieving your goals, being able to uh, provide for your family, being able to be a source in your church and a light in a dark path. And the Bible says that if you do those things like meditate on God's word, follow his commandments, don't walk in the, with the ungodly, don't stand with sinners and don't sit with the scornful, then your fruit will progress and fruit will be displayed and fruit will come forth in its season. And when it's in its season, it's the season of God. In his timing, things will change the way he wants it. Quit trying to buck the system. God is going to do what he said he will do. But you have to be patient and wait on God. In verse number three, it says, his leaf also shall not wither. If you stay connected to the river of life, Jesus Christ, you may grow old, but you shall not wither. Even when you give your life and lose your life on this side of glory, you'll wake up in a glorified body over in heaven to be able to live forever and your tree will never wither again. Though we all dying and we're getting older every day. But as long as you got Jesus, you have the hope of glory, which is life. That surpasses all understanding. So your leaf will never wither. And whatsoever you do shall prosper. That's a guarantee from God. God doesn't make mistakes. He wants you to know that he will prosper you. If you just follow the desires of his heart and not your own. Let God lead you. Let God take care of you because he's worthy to do all things. And when you look at verse number four, 
in Psalm 1, it says, The ungodly are not so, but are like chaff, which the wind drive it away. In verse 3, you have the option of being a strong tree connected to the river of Jesus Christ. But in verse 4, you're like the chaff, that part that hangs around the wheat on the stalk, and when you shake it, it flies away and is driven by the wind. See, Jesus is the source for strong trees. But the devil is a source of shaft that flies away, that he blows off into the wind. Which one do you want to be in your life? Do you want to be a strong tree or do you want to be like the shaft that flies away? In verse 5 it says, The ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. So when Jesus returned, the sinner man would never be able to go in the congregation of the Lord. I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. I want to be in that number to be with God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit forever. To see them in their glory. The sinner man would never see. Verse 6 says, For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. So God knows the way. We have a Lord and Savior that walked this world, taught us how to pray, got hungry, lived his life, but yet he sinned not. He left us an example of how to please the Father. And he knows the way, for he is the way, the truth, and the life. But those who don't walk him and don't follow his way shall perish and shall not be righteous which means right standing in the eyes of God. Choose today whom you're going to serve. Will you serve God or will you serve the world? I'm going to say a prayer right now, and I hope somebody's listening and the word has changed your heart to give your life to Christ. Repeat this prayer along with me if you want to come to Jesus. Heavenly Father, I come now. Forgive me, Lord God, for my wrongdoing. I repent of my sins, the ones I did knowing and unknowing. Have your way, Lord God. We love you, Lord Jesus. Wash us with hyssop, creating us a clean heart, and renew a right spirit in us. We repent. We believe that Jesus is the Son of God. We believe that he died on the cross of Calvary, gave the Lord's Supper the night before, placed in a borrowed tomb, but got up early that Sunday morning with all power in his hand, and now sits at the right hand of the Father, interceding on our behalf. We believe. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We love you at Neely. Keep following us on YouTube and Facebook under Neely. Church Ministry, N-E-E-L-Y, Church Ministries. And we love you. And keep a smile on that face, for that smile may be blessing somebody along the way. Be blessed.